Hi, this is the Meet the Dicks podcast. Uh, my name is Julia Dick. This is episode three. So uh, we're big time. <laughs> um, but so anyway, yep, episode three. Uh, this is about, so I don't even know what to title this one. I might title it like Stigma. Maybe that's a good title. Uh, so this, so this, this podcast was born this week because I, uh, my, my husband, um, my husband does a lot. I will give him the credit for that. I don't know why, but I will. He does. Uh, we both work full time and he picks up the kids. He gets home earlier than I do. He goes to work earlier than I do. So he does, he does pick up the slack and and it does work out. Um, but this past week has been trying and, uh, you know, he wanted something in our relationship. He wanted something this week. And, uh, it was like one of those weeks where Monday was a true Monday. Like it was raining all, it was raining, pouring cats and dogs. So it was just like a true Monday. And, uh, he, you know, he wanted whatever this week. And I just felt like, you know what? Like, come on. I, you know, I'm tired obviously. And, uh, I was taking, you know, uh, I was doing like 110 things and that's what I want to talk about today is the 110 things. Um, but by first digressing, because I can't keep like a straight thought because I clearly have some sort of form of ADD, ADHD, or maybe it's just being a mother. I don't really know. Let me know in the comments though, because it'd be nice to know if somebody else felt the same. Um, <clears throat> but anyhow, so, I, uh, what was it? what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I, uh, I don't really know how we're getting through this whole COVID situation. Like, so my daughter just went full time back. We're back to the whole full virtual. And like I told you guys, I'm a full time, you know, working mom. My husband's a full time working dad. And, uh, we, we barely get by. And he, he works in a situation where like, he's like, uh, he works for a town. So he, uh, you know, he's like a hands-on guy and, uh, I work, we're essential somehow. Uh, we do stock market stuff. So anyway, um, so she's full-time from home and I'm trying to like understand how this is going to work considering, you know, um, you know, we're two people and, uh. My son can still go to daycare and I could still send my daughter, which is funny because we're virtual, but I could still send her to daycare too. Uh, But my question is, out of all this, is is that like my kid coughs in my face usually and like my son, he'll like sneeze in my mouth. Have you ever, okay, that's the question I have right now because I don't know if it's just me. Like, have you ever had your kid cough in your face and like sneeze in your mouth? You think that, like, so funny. You think that, like, when you become a parent, you have to change poop diapers. And, like, you gotta give them a bath. Like, and you're gonna leak. Like, all those things you know ahead of time. You know that going in. Like, there'll be vomit on the kid's shirt. Maybe on your shirt. Maybe down the front of your shirt. Maybe inside your bra. Underneath your boobs. Because they, you know, everything is underneath your boobs. 
Like, I eat a bagel sometimes and, like, the shit goes underneath my boobs. Again, sorry, this is not a PG podcast. Uh, but anyway, so, you know about all of those things. That is definitely going to happen. Puke in your hair. Like, all that will happen. But the other thing that nobody tells you is, your kid will literally have to sneeze. They'll be like, <gasps> like, you know, getting that sneeze up takes like five minutes. But like, you know how like that, that sneeze, it builds up in the back of their throat, back of like anybody's throat. They will literally project that into your mouth. Because at the time they're projecting that sneeze, you're yawning. Because they know it. Like they literally, kids know. Like kids have like a radar. It's like a homing beacon. And it's like, Holding beacon for your mouth with their fucking snot. Like in your mouth. It's happening. It probably happened already. Did it? Probably happened twice. I hope you're drinking. That's the only way I make it through most of my days. Uh, drinks. I use a Hot Wheels track as my table. Because I'm hiding in the basement again. Which I don't know why. I could probably be in my living room. Because it's really late on a Sunday night and everybody's sleeping. And I'm in the basement. My husband says he sleeps. It's about like 6.30. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun though? Like, he went to bed at 6.30. Not bed. Like, he's been sleeping on the couch. But like 6.30. He fell asleep on the couch. He missed bath time. He missed bedtime. Do you know what would happen if I fell asleep on the couch? Mom. 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 Yes. Hi. That's what literally would have happened. I just gave you a whole entire 10-hour synopsis of my life if I tried to fall asleep on that damn couch. But don't worry. He's been asleep since 630. So, which is, I'm not, I'm not resentful of it. I'm not resentful. I'm not resentful. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, everybody's asleep so I can literally be on the couch upstairs <laughs> in my living room, but I'm not. I'm still in the basement hiding using a freaking Hot Wheels track as a goddamn drink coaster because I'm afraid. Like if they came downstairs because they heard me talking to you. I They would know where I was, but if I'm in the basement, they're not finding me here. Thank God. Well, they probably will. They might. I won't say definitely not, like, because I don't want to use those odds, because, like, truth is, like, if one of them comes down, you can hear how crazy it gets, uh, whew, but hopefully they won't find me, so anyway, so I'm using the Hot Wheels track of my coaster, and, uh, the, you know, I'm finishing up the laundry, so anyway, I can't go to bed, <sighs> I know my husband's been asleep since 6.30, but I can't, because I have to finish the laundry, Finish lunches, then I go to bed. I think probably have to clean the bathroom upstairs, but whatever, it's fine, totally fine. So actually, that brings me to what I was gonna actually talk about today, which is called I'm gonna call this stigma, stigma. Like in my head, that's how it would sound. Uh, because stigma. I saw a meme. How long ago it was? Because I I tried scrolling for it to see if I could find it. Uh, so I can't. But, uh, so it hasn't been really recent, recent, but, like, I saw this meme about, like, these, these, uh, roles we put each other into in our lives, 
but like we start young when they're grow when our kids are growing up. And I thought it was crazy until this week, which I was just talking about how it's been a really long week. The Monday was a Monday, uh, until this week. And I finally realized it and I saw it. So we like, I don't know when we teach it to our kids and I sure as hell, I'm going to try not to, but like we teach our kids that the boy goes to work and he makes the money. The girl stays home. She takes care of the house. Now. I did preface this entire day, or entire, I'm sorry, not day, <laughs> day, we, uh, this entire like 10 minutes <laughs> podcast about my husband and how he does a lot for me because he does, he does a lot for our family, but he is a great example. So he's like one of the probably not normal men. He picks up my kids in the, uh, in the afternoon. Um, he gives them lunches. I mean, l- dinner. Usually he'll shuttle them to sports and stuff like that if need to be. And during the year, it gets, you know, his responsibilities get harder and they get lighter, depending on when we are in the year. Uh, But it doesn't matter. He does all those things. But he does not view our home life and like the housework and the household chores like I do. It's not viewed apart uh, as a like, uh, equal, equal parts to this house. We have chores in this house to keep it running. And there's chores that I am looked at that I need to do. And then there's chores that he does, but the chores that he does, I want. So we have, we live in an association. We live in a townhouse and he doesn't need to do outdoor work, but he does most of the outdoor things. And I do the indoor things. But there's shared things that I want. I think that we should be sharing. But then there's things that he doesn't really put an emphasis on. And that's what I'm talking about here. I find myself more often than not coming home from work, folding laundry that you're hearing going three days from now because it's not happening tonight. Thank God. Listen, thank God I put it in the freaking dryer. Okay. Usually it would have been left in the freaking washer till two days from now when I come down here to fold it and then I realize it's in the washer, so I have to rewash it. So thank God I'm still here and it's in the dryer. But like, so there's the wash and then there is, you know, cleaning up from dinner and then there's washing the dishes, putting the dishes away, cleaning out the dishwasher, filling the dishwasher, there's get meal prep for the kids, meal prep for myself. Then there's meal prep for the week. Uh, then there is, oh, please don't fall. <laughs> just things falling away in my house. Uh, then there is on top of those things that there is prep for the week for the kids for like different things that they're doing. My daughter dances, my son plays sports. They both like my son does take a dance class, but like there's different things I have to prep for, for the week. Make sure his bag is ready for school. Like Make sure my daughter has all of her things for school. And he slept at 6.30. So that's what I'm trying to say here about the stigmas of Jesus Christ. Of Latter-day Saints. Can someone just tell someone somewhere that, like, it takes two people to run a freaking household. So even if you're not working, mom, but you're stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter. It still pertains. Because... 
your husband can still get the kids stuff ready for the next day so you can step away for five minutes. And if your wife is the working breadwinner, she can come in and do something with your kids so you can step away for the moment, okay? It doesn't always have to be just one person. But for the love of all that is holy, can we just acknowledge that we're working in the same freaking house? Oh, like my daughter has, my daughter's at the age where she has uh, chores, but my son is at the age where he doesn't have full chores yet. Like, so we're still like, we're getting there, but he's not old enough for him to have too much responsibility, but I still find myself even doing it. Like my son is, ta- like my daughter takes out the garbage and I feel like that might be a, a good thing for me because my daughter is the older and my son is the younger. So maybe that's helpful. Because, like, she takes out the garbage and does more physical things. Where I have him helping me, like, fold the laundry and put things away. So, like, I hope that, like, someday he would help a woman. Or his, you know, his wife. If he has a wife. Or if his husband. He has a husband. Whomever he loves. I hope to God that he's doing half the fucking work. Because my, you know what I mean? Like, in my daughter, maybe she'll be out freaking mowing the lawn. In her family. All I know is, is that we... We have these roles we place on each other and we do it, we do do it gender based, but we do it and then we grow into these lives and then we sit there in a, in the basement, freezing, hiding when nobody's, everybody's asleep. They're all sleeping. Nobody would find me, I don't think, but like, that's what's happening right now. So peace and quiet. So I just wanted to talk about the stigma of me doing all of the things and everything from cleaning up after dinner to keeping the family schedule. And I just love for it to be more equal sometimes, you know, and I'm sure there's somebody out there that can relate to that. It'd be really nice, though, to have it be equal. A little bit more equal. Right? Because then it doesn't cause so much resentment. I feel like sometimes that's a big thing. The resentment. And it doesn't always come up, like, when you're in the moments. It comes up in the harder moments when you're, you're like, you're frazzled. And you're at the end of your rope. Okay? And you walked out the house and you closed the door. You would just want to scream at the top of your lungs. And maybe you live in the middle of nowhere. And you can. You can walk 15 steps out the front door. Nobody's going to listen to you. And you can sit there and you can scream at the top of your lungs. Not as all of us have that. But at that moment is when I hope you can, like, you know, listen to me telling you that it's so, like, you're not the only one out there screaming. If I, if I could walk outside and do the same thing, damn it, I would. I'd be out there screaming at the top of my lungs. And then I'd walk back inside, and I'd close the door, and then I'd finish what I was doing. Well, if I could remember it, since I have the ADD. I, don't, I really don't know how this all works. But, I really would do that. Sometimes. Actually, probably like a lot of days, more than not. And... If you feel that, 
and you can feel that in your soul, that's okay. It's totally normal. You're not alone. Oh, you're not alone. And I know people would make fun of me for that. Certain people that I know that would make fun of me for it. But it's so true. You're not alone. I feel alone a lot. I was getting ready for a special dinner. And we're in COVID. And I had a special dinner, which was awesome. And I was getting ready for that. And I was doing, you know, trying on shirts and pants and dresses and all these things that I fit into. Now that I can't because we're COVID. We're COVID lovers in this house. And uh, so we quarantined hard. Uh... I was upset about it. it. Made me cry. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I gained a little bit of pounds. But we put ourselves on these hard pedestals and we work hard. And we forget that we're people, right? So before we had the kids and the husbands or the relationship that you're in, before we had all of that, we're still our people. We're still the person. You need to love that person. So, bringing it all around. Listen to me now. Yeah, you know, go outside, walk 10 steps if you could, and scream, freaking do it. Now, let's just make sure that every person in the family works for the family, does their fair share, and we're not all being, you know, just laying there on the ground, screaming like I would if I could. Because we all need help. And it's okay to ask for it sometimes. And you're not alone. And you're gonna get through it. Stop freaking holding yourself up to all the standards that you are. Because you know what? You are amazing. We're all doing good shit. And we're freaking getting through it. Together. Because this all does suck. But... At least we get to feel it, right? All of it. From the sad, from the good, the bad. We're feeling it. We're feeling it together. So please, if you like this podcast and you want to hear more from me, from us, Meet the Dicks, please like and share it. Comment below. And let's let's finally take all those stigmas out and change the way we view each other. Because if we could become an army, us, us parents, yeah, we'll take over this world. So, uh, you know, have a good one. Make it a great week and I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.